Hello and welcome to the Fishing Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Weekman. We're at Redcrest, and, and I have found all kinds of uh, people to visit with, but one product that I've been using a little bit and been dabbing in is, uh, is Z-Man because they happen to have some, they actually have a topwater lure that's awesome. We'll get to that, but Whit, tell them who you are, who you're with, and, and what do you do there? I'm Whit Edmonds. I'm with Z-Man Fishing Products. I handle customer service as well as a few other things related to sales and marketing at Z-Man. Yeah, and so uh, you brought over all kinds of good stuff to show us, but before you get to the good stuff, uh, you don't have one here, but tell them about this topwater. Now, I know it, it came out at did it come out at ICAST last year? Yep, we released it at ICAST last year, and that's our new Hellraiser right. topwater bait. It's the thing that's so unique about this compared to other topwater baits is this bait actually walks itself. So rather than you having to twitch your rod the whole time, the has a blade on the back that catches the water. So all you have to do is reel it in, reel it in super slow, super fast, and it walks itself the whole way back to the boat. Yeah, phenomenal bites. You have a video on on the Z-Man page with strikes, don't you? Yeah, those, yeah. Those fish attacking it. Yep, yep. They shot a video down in Florida. I guess yeah. it was last summer uh-huh. and got a whole bunch of strikes on, all on camera. It ended yep. up being a great video. Yeah, it is. So you will have to check that out. But let's talk about some of the stuff that you brought here. Uh, you do have an, a new line of, of some smaller baits that you yep, have. Yep. Tell us about that. So this is one of my, these are kind of all my favorites from our releases last year. This right. one is our new micro finesse category. It's a category right. we, we've we done tons and tons of finesse baits, but right. we've yet to hit that truly micro finesse category. Right. So this is obviously a big hit for the panfish, but the thing that we've really noticed after releasing it is it's not just panfish. We're seeing lots of success in the bass world with this and even success down in Florida with exotics and even in saltwater with redfish and trout when they get on those small glass minnows taking real real small swim baits like Uh our shad fries. Um, And it's just one of those things, all the different types of game fish people love to fish for, some point in the year their metabolism slows down or they get real pressured and they start eating tiny bait. So we have all kinds of options. Tell us to, the six options they have on these. Yep. So we have a bunch of options. Okay. We have our shad fries, uh, right. just a real natural baby okay. shad style swim bait. Right. Um, just shad. a bait fish imitation. On the other front of the bait fish imitation, we have our stingers. That's a great little vertical jigging bait or you okay. can kind of ca- cast it, reel it in while twitching it. Right. It's got a real small straight tail on it it does okay. not take much at all to get that tail to really move all right then we also have our larvas it's just like it sounds it looks like just some kind of little larva right. in the water just a nice easy meal i mean fish don't really have to think about this i mean it's not intimidating they just see it in the water and there's there's no harm in it if they try and eat it right then we also took two of everybody's favorite baits um super popular Ned Rig baits are right. TRD and Ticklers and we created the micro TRD and tiny Ticklers. 
So now right. <laughs> we have all sizes of Ned rigs, all different baits, but now we have a super tiny Ned rig bait. Right. So if those fish get so finicky, they, they that's won't pretty even, finicky, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, it's just like just like right. those. I mean, these are great for panfish, but I mean, you catch a bunch of bass on these things too. Right. Big show bass us, too. Show us what else you got. You got something that you uh, brought out at ICAST, right? Last yep. year. What was that? Yep. So we got a few things from ICAST, and that is on, on the finicky fish front. We also have from ICAST our Midwest finesse swim jig. It's kind of right. like a micro swim jig. You can fish it on real light fluorocarbon. The right. person who actually designed this fishes it on six pound test. Wow. Um, but it's not it's not so small. You can't fish it on say right. twelve or ten. Uh-huh. And the cool you know thing, what size hook it has on that. I believe that it should say. All right. I'm should, always asking those <laughs> questions. You're like, yeah, it's a three-aught hook on three here. Three-aught hook. So um, you still can land good fish on oh, this. Oh, yeah. Like big no fish problem on it, at even all. Even though it says it's micro. Yeah. And yeah. the cool thing about this, besides its very small size, it's much smaller than a regular swim jig. It's only about right. three inches long. Uh-huh. But what a lot of people don't think about when they get into fall or late summer, those fish right. start eating that small bait. Right. They throw small baits, and that's great to represent the hatch, but what they don't think about is when that bass actually picks up their bait. Right. The bass thinks about how heavy it is. So if you're throwing a small bait, but it's that regular size bait, you're still right. throwing like half-ounce, three-eighths-ounce baits. Right. The bat, When that bass initially makes its first strike, he feels it, and it's weighted like a big shad, so he's going to drop it. Whereas this, we have it in a 532-ounce, 316th, and cool quarter ounce uh-huh. so much lighter feels a lot more natural when they finally pick it up and you're going to get a lot more hookups that way as well but right. anytime they're on that small bait or just super finicky getting really pounded you can go in with this nice finesse swim jig and you can get a lot of fish that other guys can't there you go i see there's some more on the table to bring over. oh yeah show us some goodies so another one of my favorites was this one i especially love this yep. is one we released last march it was designed by one of our pros brian latimer right um and it's our smh jig head and smh smh worms uh-huh. and basically we designed them to go together to make a shaky head and what i love so much about this one in particular right. is rather than having to make the head so the head stands up right our elastec floats naturally so the elastec pulls the head up and it stands up straight on its own and the really cool thing about that with a shaky head is that's allowed us to design a head that'll actually come through cover a little bit better so as you're dragging it through little rocks or even a brush pile the Uh head's not going to get snagged because we've got it a nice kind of pointed shape on that head and it comes through cover very very well and it still stands up straight every time because right. that bait is buoyant right i see there's more yep. there's more and finally everybody loves That's, a jackhammer right. and i'm no different i love That's it too it. um so at icast this year we brought out four brand new colors of the jackhammer right um and we released in a three eighths and a half ounce, two very wow. popular sizes. That's right. our dirty white color. This is great for dirty stained water, just a real bright, 
um, <laughs> like matte white color with a gold uh-huh. blade. And anytime you're in stained water or like down where we are in Charleston, we have a lot of black water on those tidal fisheries. And right. that gold blade is key in that, that stained black water. Uh-huh. Then we also brought out our ghost baby bluegill. Just a super natural forage color. Right. Um, it's an amazing bluegill color, but even like shiners and other types of blue of bait fish they might be feeding on, it represents a quite a wide array of forage they might eat. And then we also released a blueback herring color. And I mean, right. being somebody from South Carolina that fishes a lot of blueback herring lakes from right. Murray, Clarks Hill, Hartwell. I can tell you this. I mean, this looks a lot like a blueback herring. That was the deal, wasn't it? It totally can look like a lot of other bait fish, too. Lots of types of shad. Just another supernatural, really pretty color jackhammer. And then finally, firecrawl's been a huge success. So we wanted to offer some more options of firecrawl for people to try. Right. So in the past, we've had fire crawl with a black blade. We still offer the black blade, but on top of that, we also offer fire crawl with an orange wow. blade now just to give right. people an extra option. All right. So let's talk about uh, chatterbaits. Of course, Z-Man's the original chatterbait. Tell us, how many different models of chatterbaits do you have? There's quite a few. Um, yeah. It's like... I mean, I don't think it's any secret that we love making chatterbaits at Z-Man. Right. Um, you know, we, we were the ones, um, we played a big part in founding the very first blade, as they call them now, that uh, now bladed jigs. Right. Ours is the chatterbait. That's the right. original one. Um, and we, we really brought those to market with the help of Ron Davis, who invented them. Right. And we, we've really tried our best to make chatterbaits for every situation so of course i brought out the jackhammers because those are the tried and true just work everywhere they work all over the country and really all over the world um Uh and all season long it's just that it's just that chatterbait that just catches them everywhere but it's not just that we offer a ton we recently released our big blade chatterbait designed by um brian thrift Uh uh-huh that's a base as it sounds just a big blade the blade's about about that big um, yeah. a much bigger skirt and hook it's an amazing chatter chatter bait for say early pre-spawn dirty water right and we've also got a several mini chatter baits as well when they're on real small forage like right. our what is we, the name of the small chatter bait what's the name of the smaller one so we've got a few the one we okay. recently released is our mini max we basically max. wanted to make a really strong durable just tournament grade small chatter bait so we made our right. mini max on top of that we also have a chatterbait mini chatterbait micro and a flashback mini as far as your small chatterbait options go yeah, um, kind but, of thinking about Beaver Lake, <laughs> Highland Reservoir, Clearwater. Oh, yeah. People are throwing those smaller ones. Yeah, so, yeah. Very popular and, there, I take yep. it. Anywhere you have a good population of spotted bass or oh. clear water, uh-huh. um, all those scenarios are where those smaller chatterbaits really shine. All right. So I'm not going to let you go because we got to talk about elastic tech. Now, uh, Corey just sent me some tackle boxes. <laughs> So uh, tackle boxes put my stuff in. Yep. Tell them why you have a whole line of tackle boxes and and why you know you made those and what and talk about elastic. 
Yeah, so we use our very own type of plastic called Elastec. Right. And traditionally, most bait companies use a chemical, a chemical called Plastisol right. to make their lures. There's uh-huh. a lot of disadvantages to Plastisol, one being that it breaks easily. Um, and yeah. anyone that's fished obviously knows that. And the other uh-huh. reason being that it sinks so like like i was saying with the shaky head um you don't need to have a special head to get that to stand up so we were able to use the head to do other cool things whereas this bait makes it stand up itself but the thing everyone loves about a laztec yeah is it is very difficult to break i mean he's stretching it like you can't see it on the radio but he's got that thing stretched across the table here i mean i'm trying to break this and it's it's not breaking i mean of course of course of course they can break but i mean that's a pretty hard lot of fish on it before that happens i don't know how many fish can pull lure three foot and not get caught (laughs) i mean we see all the time people are catching over a hundred fish on one bait which Right. always amazes me that they're able to keep it to not get it hung up and before it happens but right um but i mean it's very possible with this it's yeah. it's a super so you super want to be careful thing. to separate them right yep. touched touched on that yep so there's those really great advantages but one thing you want to keep in mind and we do put a little warning label on the back as well we we always recommend keeping them stored in their original package okay one reason being simply that we have trays in our original packages to hold their shape the other being that um they can have some deformities because there are harsh chemicals and other baits and that may and even tackle boxes that might react with ours and Uh we, we so we try to try to remind people to store them separately and we offer a bunch of really great options for that as well so we have our lockers our binders our binders double wide our bait blocks um some of those are just large bags um with dividers that people can just kind of stick their bags in directly and then our binder series like our bait binders and our bait binders double wide actually have rings so if you look at a lot of our packages, um, they have little holes in there. So you can just like a binder, like you'd have like a binder school. in school. You flip yeah. them over and you can put all your baits in there, yep. right? Yeah, but um, just because of that, that little reaction is what it is. But we try to we try right. to um, remind people of that. But as long as you keep them stored in their original package, you won't have any problems, and you'll be able to take these things out and catch a ton of fish on them before right. they wear out. That binders the that binders real deal there. I got I know I have the there's two sizes right yep. of them and then and so uh, I don't know how many you can put in them, but it's a great it's a great way of storing your stuff. So want to make sure we touched on that. So yep yep because people are always wondering what it, can I just throw these in with my other plastics? Yeah, we get we get that a lot <laughs> and um and so right. we're always we're always happy to. Happy to let people know about that because yeah. we want them, we right. want them to have the best success, and we right. want them to save as much money as they can when they buy a pack from us. Which, if you keep them in their original package, you can make this package go a long, long, long ways. Okay, biggest fish you've ever caught on a chatterbait? On a chatterbait, biggest fish, chatterbait. On a chatterbait, yeah. I caught a few over seven. Where'd you catch them at? 
Were you in so, grass or were you? Grass, yeah. yeah. Um, so down in Charleston, we've got a river called the Cooper River. Um, yeah. It's a tidal fishery. And other than, basically other than the main river channel, right. it's nothing but hydrilla. I mean, you'll oh, have, wow. you'll have these, right, they're old rice fields in there. Right. And you can now they're you can go up into them they're like they're essentially part of the river people fish all through them but there's these rice fields are acres upon acres i mean some of them are probably 50 acre rice fields wow but the whole entire field is just a hydrilla flat it's i mean it's pretty amazing but i mean we'll go out there and throw the jackhammer (laughs) and quite a few other chatterbaits around and they work wonders when we're fishing that hydrilla is that public water Yep, yep. yep. Okay, can and tell them the... what ramp. If they wanted to fish that, what ramp would they go to to put in? Yep, so there's three main ramps out okay. there, um, and they're located great, so you can fish all three of the most the kind of famous areas. At the top end, you have what they call the canal, Okay. and that's basically the outtake from Lake Moultrie. A lot of people can go up there, catch some schooling fish. Right. That ramp's called William C. Dennis. Okay. And as you come down farther into what they call Pimlico. There's a ramp right near there called Cypress Gardens. That's the most popular ramp if they wanted to fish out there. And then as you go a little bit farther, because this is a tidal river, um, you can fish what they call the saltwater side, and you can put in at Bushy Park there. Now, I call it the saltwater side, but Bushy is actually the freshwater dividing line. So out there, you can catch a ton of bass still, but with those bass... (laughs) You can just as easily catch right. a redfish or a sea trout. So wow. it's, it's pretty it's pretty crazy right there because you'll get a bite on your line and you really don't know what kind of fish you have. <laughs> right. Oh, that's <laughs> great. You know what? That takes us over to Tackle Time. Tackle Time is sponsored by Pico Lures. Pico Lures has a complete line of hearts and hard and soft baits. So I always tell people you're looking for a crankbait, you're probably definitely looking for a Pico. But they do have different sizes and uh, a lot of different heads that you can check out there. Uh, you see those at picolures.com. What if they wanted to uh, find out more about Z-Man or where they could get them, where would they go? Yep. We are always open to talk to customers who want to learn more. You can, right. you can find our number and our customer service email right there on the website. And okay. we will get back to you in a very short time and answer any questions you need directly. We also have our products in a variety of dealers, um, okay. most online and um, retail locations have our products. And right. if there's ever anything you can't find at your local dealers, we also open up our website so you can buy any one of our products we make directly from us as well. So Website address? Yep. It's zmanfishing.com. Gosh, I could have guessed. That <laughs> yep. <laughs> hey, that's all good stuff right there. Make sure you uh, check out what they have. And uh, that's Awesome, that, that chatterbait. I have to tell a quick story. Uh, so I was fishing uh, co-angler FLW way back when, early 2000s, and we run into Dudley, and David Dudley's throwing this bait, and he's catching tons of bass, like he's just catching them. And so he gives my buddy, uh, Bobby Curtis, gives him one, and Bobby's catching the crap out of him. Bobby, it would have been Dudley first, and Bobby would have come in second place, but... Bobby could not stop. It was like crack. It was like an addiction, addiction because he was catching them so good. And finally, a guard came up and broke his line, <laughs> so he didn't have it. I don't know how well Dudley did in that tournament. Probably won it on a chatterbait, but I, that was one of the first times I'd ever seen it. But 
Good oh, yeah. stuff right there. <laughs> hey, make sure you keep your hook sharp and your lures in the water. <laughs>